Wow. That was horrible. That was awful. <laughs> That's like the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. I mean, wow. wow, that was our worst intro <laughs> ever. Oh my goodness. That was literally the worst thing we've ever done. We, we haven't been there in the studio. There was too much anticipation. Yeah. yeah. And like, we've been in the studio for a second. And like, we're, and like, me and Franny are a little in Minecraft right now. And it's just it's was a ridiculous bit. opening. And I love it. I love that that's where we're at right now. There's yeah. also like a dubstep concert going on outside. It's a great time. There's, There's always something going yeah. on outside. <laughs> also, me and Cody just got off a long recording session yeah. of our new YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh my but God. That's why we're pretty fucked up right now because I've been dealing with a bunch of bullshit today. Hey. You know, it's been bullshit. No. It's been what? bullshit. No, but it's so no, much fun to watch what? us just no, no, suffer no. during this Pokemon game, guys. Uh, so yeah, we have a new channel. It's called Pokemon. No, it's, not. <laughs> it's not called, called Pokemon. Pokemon. It's, it's we play Pokemon so far. Oh, uh, it's the official uh, Pokemon channel. Yeah, it's called Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We're laughing so hard. Stop making noise. Um, <laughs> ridiculous! Oh my goodness, dude. Okay, so we have a brand new channel. It's called Team Hyperfang, and right now we're playing a Pokemon Diamond Nuzlocke. And if you guys know anything about Pokemon, that game's so fucking slow. Dude, it's so painful. There's so much that goes wrong, and everything's so stressful. And like, right when you think everything's gonna be okay, you fucking don't notice yeah. something. So if Ugh. you're interested in that kind of gaming content, we're gonna be doing it, some more like stuff. It's like the over most there. stressful event of my life. Every day I go through an emotional holocaust with this game. Oh my god. We put so much time into it and it, the stakes are so high. Please ignore the first like 14 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. The audio is like yeah. really bad. Yeah. But we, we recorded a bunch without this is how unprofessional we are. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded a bunch of them without like any good audio at all and then we finally listened back to it and we're like, "Oh, this sounds terrible. <laughs> this sounds like shit. And then the second, like, we did that the first time, and then we thought we fixed it, and we did another seven episodes. <laughs> and it's, like, a little better, but it's But not. it's still bad. It's oh, bad. no. So it's what? Like, F 14 episodes? Episode, episode 15. 15. The audio is impeccable <laughs> quality. So, like, eight weeks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty no, much. Yeah. No, 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 no. More yes. like yes. seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's still good. I mean, you guys do say the con like the um audio is bad, but the content's good. Oh. I feel like it's still watchable. It's still good. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it's still like fun. It. Like you know, it. I feel like we're just at such a like I don't want to say audio professional level now, <laughs> but like we our audio that. usually sounds really great when yeah. we do the podcast. So we just like I don't know. I guess we just had a lot of confidence in how, what we were doing. We just like literally fucked it up. You guys just didn't check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Well, we just pumped it. We just pump out so much content too. It's just like. It's because I wasn't involved. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you. We we started 20 minutes late because Franny just didn't turn the laptop on. So You know what? I'm trying my best. 
Franny does good. Um, but yeah, yes. if you're interested in Team Hyperfang, uh, we'll leave the link in the description probably. And if you'll go subscribe, that would mean a lot to us. Yes. And like like we said, the episodes, the audio gets better over time as well. So, yeah. And let us know what games you want us to play over there, by the way. Yeah, we're planning other Let's Play stuff too. I mean, we won't say what, but there's a couple of things in the works. Orange. Orange. <laughs> that's that's wait, my wait, 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 what were the three? It was orange. Geo, geo, geocaching. Geocaching. Orange, geocaching. Wasn't it blonde hair? Was it? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I, like I have that no this idea is, what you guys are talking about. I like that this about. is coming out like on Monday, <laughs> Valentine's Day, and then that's not going to come out when we actually said it the first time until like <laughs> April. <laughs> uh, but who are we? We never introduced ourselves. Oh yeah. We're a pilot podcast. Howdy. We talk about TV shows. We do. We talk about the pilots usually, but today's today we're talking about more than just the pilot. Mm. We're talking about a dynasty. <laughs> duck dynasty. <laughs> no, we're not. A duck tie dynasty. Oh, a masterpiece. Thanks, say. buddy. That's a good one. I liked that one. Thanks, man. Um, I've been thinking about this one a fucking lot. There's so much anticipation for this specific episode from us personally. Yeah. Like, hold on. I, I have hold to on. tell myself hold up on. front to be like, don't worry. You're not going to get to everything. What's, What's your up? name? <laughs> we oh. never said our oh, name. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My name is uh, at Twitter, uh, Last Left Logan, but my oh. name is Logan Tyler. And I do podcasts sometimes, and some people really don't like them, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm Franny, and I actually have something to plug now. I kind of started doing something. Ooh, tell ba, me. Ba, ba. I have a TikTok, and yes. I just post shit content. It's not even good, but it's funny. I like it. What's your TikTok? Um, it's at Franny has lost it. I spell Franny bad. It's F R A N I has lost it. <laughs> I don't no, no, it she right. didn't. She didn't like mess it up this one time. This is just how she's chosen to spell it for the I, rest I of her life. I didn't choose. <laughs> At least it's consistent. I mean, I it's just consistent. kept it the same way, and it's bad. It really feels it like I'm like doing something grammatically wrong every time I write your name that way. <laughs> right. That's why, like, on every legal document or like anything, I go by my like full first name or like anything I have to sign. You don't want to look like, illiterate. I don't want to look like a fucking child with a dumbass name. Speaking of dumbass names, I'm CL Blue. <laughs> um, you can follow me at CL Blue Official and you might also hear them. Hey guys, like, call me CL. Cody or Baby or Sugar Ooh. Baby. I don't know. That's sweet butt. So what are we reviewing today? Oh my God. It's going to be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Legs. Anyways. <laughs> Legs hold the dairy. Anyway. <laughs> so um, what were you saying before I rudely cut you off? So first I want to talk about like, okay, obviously um, How I Met Your Mother is going to be a big episode for us because there's yeah. such a big fan culture of How I Met Your Mother. It's such like a section of TV fandom. Yeah. So first, before we even get into the review, I want to go over what you guys, because I've, I've, I've been with the show since the beginning. I've watched it since like season two and then like went back, watched it, and, you know, watched the rest of okay. it. And we're talking about both I was How consistent. I Met Your Mother and How I Met Your Father. Yeah, we'll yes. talk about it after we yeah. talk about this pilot. Mm -hmm. um, so first, we're going to talk about the pilot. Without any spoilers of the rest of the show, talk about the How I Met Your Father pilot in that show and then get back to How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So it's a bit more, it's all fused. So there will be timestamps listed, but basically it'll be better if you just listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Um, it's always better if you just listen to the whole thing. But, just watch the but, whole thing. But you guys haven't really watched it much before I told, like I told us to do this review. I mean, 
me and Franny like got into it. I like reintroduced her to the show. She had seen like a couple episodes, and then I just had her re just like spam the whole thing and just like binge the entire thing with me. And then you had really not watched it all, and I had you watch the whole show for this review. Yeah. What did you guys think about it before you even started watching it for this? What were you guys' mm-hmm. thoughts about the show culturally? Like, what did you think How I Met Your Mother was? I just thought it was going to be, like, another Friends, and I don't really mm. dig on Friends too much, so, like, I kind of ignored it. I didn't really watch it, like, ever. What about you? Um, So it's one of those shows that was, like, out there. And I don't think I ever, it, it, okay. It was one of those things that was like, ha, like, uh, my name is Earl where oh, yeah. I was just kind of like, this is so stupid. Like it's getting so much attention and why, because I'd watched one episode. I don't remember which one it was, but I remember thinking Barney was the dumbest character in the world <laughs> and I avoided it for that reason. Mm-hmm. And now coming back to it, it was really interesting to kind of see it with like a the light of like a I'm not an angsty teenager and I prefer Gilmore girls. <laughs> and now like having an open mind as a like TV critic I think the the issue that people have with how I met your mother is is the it like wears what culture it is on its face. Yeah. Like it the whole show feels like an inside joke. One hundred percent. Like it has like a vibe. And if you don't vibe with it, when you try to watch it, you're not going to get it. And I think as you get older, you can see other people's perspectives better. So you can watch a show about this like hopeless romantic in New York and not feel totally disconnected. Like you can relate in some way. Yeah. I think that gets easier as you get older. So if you see the show younger, sometimes people don't adjust to it. I know we're like the age of the people. And it's Mm -hmm. weird. I feel 11. Logan and I just celebrated our eight year anniversary and that felt fucking strange. Congratulations. (laughs) That felt long. (laughs) (laughs) My my last eight year relationship was with a pillow. (laughs) Like I threw my pillow out after eight years and that was about it. That seems fair. Yeah. I feel like that's like clean, right? I think you might've did it a little later than you should have. Well, yeah. I I agree. It was a little (laughs) lumpy in the end. Uh, Do you want me to read the Wikipedia page? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Okay. So How I Met Your Mother, often abbreviated as H-I-M-Y-M, is an American sitcom created by Craig Thomas and Carter Bays for CBS. The series, which aired from 2005 to 2014, follows the main character, Ted Mosby, and his group of friends in New York City's Manhattan. As a framing device, Ted, in the year of 2030, recounts to his son Luke and daughter Penny the events from September 2005 to May 2013 that led him to meet their mother. Um, it ran for 208 episodes, nine seasons. Pretty cool. So yeah, a lot of content. Already a lot of content, a powerhouse of a TV show to last nine seasons. Yeah. But what's interesting about the show is that actually, like, they had a lot of points where they were struggling, and we'll get into that with the review of how certain celebrities jumped into the cast in order just to bring back the relevancy of the show because yeah. they themselves liked the show so much. This was like one of the first shows to start like an internet culture in the early days of the internet for the US. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of groups kind of gathered together over How I Met Your Mother because it wasn't that popular. It was like very indie on the network. Like not a lot of people watched it. Really? It was on at a later time than the earlier like sitcoms. It really wasn't it wasn't vibing until season 4 and then that's when it got super popular. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. It just feels like I remember when you were telling me about the show, Logan, and you're like, no, it's like elevated above like just a normal like sitcom, you know? It really is. And I th- feel like you even get that from the first episode. Mm-hmm. 
And so let let's just get into the first episode then. Yeah. Okay, so it starts out with with your boy Ted Mosby. What what is my my dog keeps scratching the couch <laughs> behind me. Hey Mila, what are you doing? Please for? stop. You're throwing me off. Okay, who wants actually who wants to go over what happens in the pilot? Cuz I feel like I'm I'm the only one talking here. I mean, if you got a good head, I, I of the feel pilot. like you've got like a good head, though. I like hearing it from your perspective. Okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and say. I, I just feel like I, I don't want to always be the one who's talking over everybody. We'll I tell feel you like when you talk to. That's much, my babe. most toxic. Trait. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> fucking tell you to shut up. I'm it. such a blabbermouth. Okay, all right, cool. So, um, we start off this show with like it's like early like 2005 or 2006 yep. in New York. There's this guy Ted Mosby, and he has this roommate Marshall Erickson, and they both went to like this. What was what college was it again? I don't even remember. Was it in Cleveland? No, no, they, no. That's, that's where he's York. from. That's where he's from. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember where it was. I don't. Is it even relevant? It's not. I was yeah, just, I, I was just I trying to remember. So. I can't remember yeah. at the moment. But um, but it was in New York <clears throat> where they all end up living. No, no. they they I both moved to New York. One yeah. wants to be it an environmental lawyer. Oh. It was in Chicago because that's where they got the pizza. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it was. But I thought Lily's from New York. Does she just go to school in Chicago and then end up moving back to New York? <laughs> you know what? We're focusing way too much on, <laughs> on the wrong parts. All right. Anyways, continue. I love that this is this is, this review has been so heavily anticipated. This dude watched nine seasons of television for this review, yeah. and we're caught up on what college did they go to? I don't know. <laughs> I have no okay, if you how can't ridiculous tell, are we? If you can't tell we're pretty into it. Yeah, we're like super we're in into the, the show. Thick of it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, it's the it's it's um Ted and Marshall and they're living in New York with his uh his girlfriend Lily is actually not living with them. She lives right. in her own apartment. But um he's this friend of his is asking his girlfriend Lily to marry him today. And Ted's like this hopeless romantic and like wants to find his one special person is like a total fucking sap. <laughs> and so he's down at the bar and he catches eyes with this girl. And this girl is another protagonist of ours, Robin. And, like, instantly, this whole pilot, it's leading to, like, oh, he's he's falling for this girl. This is clearly the one. Like, this is a the one storyline. Yeah. All the way through. And also, Barney's ridiculous. Ignore him for two seasons. And so, <laughs> Barney's there, and he's being ridiculous and horrible. <laughs> I think the first thing he said was about, like, Asian girls or something. Like, his first line of the yeah. entire show is, like, some Asian girl joke It's or just crazy how well... He has game. growth, and not just... <laughs> Neil pants. Patrick Harris plays this character. Hey. But we'll get into oh. it. But right. um uh yeah, that's the most ridiculous thing ever. But yeah, the whole the whole time it's basically like this is like the one storyline. There's like, you know, items that are specific, like, you know, the blue French horn, and there's like these so many so many romantic overtones and like the show the whole show is heavily romantic. Like yeah. if you're not into romance, you will not this like show this is show. not for you. It is like absolutely the romantic show. Every single episode is something about the future and like, you know, what your life means and like what the people who are close to you mean and like, will I ever find the one? And like, it's all shit like that. If you're not into that, you're going to hate this show because the jokes are okay. Some of them are really <laughs> funny and some of them aren't. But like, it's really where it lives is that it's a romance show that happens to be a sitcom. Yeah. Um, and, and it has great storytelling elements like through all these flashbacks and you know it's obviously about this dad speaking to his kids recounting the story of how he met their mother it's 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 got like this homey like special vibe to it where it really does feel like it's personal in this way the story is told 
especially yeah. narrated narrated by Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gives you the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. That's tough. I know. <clears throat> Franny nearly cried and got mad at everybody on Facebook. <laughs> I did. I do not fuck with Bob Saget slander. Well, a lot of it was like unwarranted. To be fair, exactly. So it's it's fine. Yeah, um, I mean he's dead now. Like, what is he yeah. gonna say about it? I mean, it's, it's anyway. tough. Um, so what I really think about this pilot, and I know that like this is the biggest thing about the pilot, and like, okay, it's obvious, but it has the biggest twist. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was trying to get to. Yeah, the twist at the end is like that's how I yeah. met your Aunt Robin. Aunt Robin. Lol. Dude. But, you know. It crushed me at first, though. Did it? I I nearly turned the show off. <laughs> really? I was like, it is so obvious that these two are the in-game pair. Yeah. That I was like, what is the fucking point? Right. And then he was like, Aunt Robin. And I was livid because I was like, I've never been this wrong before. What? <laughs> and then, you know, spoilers. But like... <laughs> <laughs> so don't, I, I guys, gave it a don't chance. Read it too much I gave it that. a chance. I gave it a chance. Okay, I gave it a chance, and I liked it. He's fucking with you guys, a- or am I? <laughs> <laughs> no, like the show, like that ending for me. Show it showed the moment that it was elevated, where it was like we're gonna like get into real emotions and yeah. like play with real concepts here. And it's just so fucked up the moment you realize he's, like, recounting a love that, like, expressly. Like, the way he's telling the story is literally treating her, like, almost like a fucking deity. He's, like, speaking yep. about her like she is the greatest thing he's ever encountered. Like, his yeah. greatest love. Like, his almost. greatest love. Literally. Like, it means everything to him that she's okay. Like, he saw her across the bar and, and knew it was love at first sight. And, like, at first you're like, God, this is a lot. Like, this is kind of so fucking obvious. And then that twist at the end and you're like, Oh, they're going to like fuck with you. Yeah. And, and you're like fucking fuck with you for nine seasons. But like, that's what life is. And that's yeah. what the show is trying to tell yeah. you is like, you're so like, cause he's telling it like he, how he remembers it. But you come to realize as you get older, like something that seems so important and so big to you at a moment can totally change. Like you never know what your life is going to be. Yeah. And like that shit is like, he's like so into her at that time. And that's how he recounts it. But like, there are many love interests throughout this show. Not a spoiler guys. Almost too many. There are many. And there are many where at the time you feel like it literally could happen. Yeah. And that's the brilliance of the show is it's also like this great mystery. It's this romance mystery sitcom. And it's really crazy like that. Like, I've never yeah. seen anything like that, especially in such a long show. I agree. It was really cool to stumble upon a show where the concept was the one and true love and kind of watch him splinter <clears throat> through all of these women. And it, it's exactly what you said. It's like you could see that there was potential in every single one of them, like the, in the way he was narrating, almost like he was trolling his kids as he was telling yeah. the story. He's like, and by the way, Lowell, that's not how I met your mother. Yeah. But she taught me this very important lesson. He's just such a hopeless romantic that, like, he just idolizes each of the women he's with, pretty much. Even through, like, the bad relationships, he never no, pays I, too I don't bad. Think, I, like, I don't think it's that simple because no? he has many other relationships yeah. that don't mean anything to him. I think what it is is, like, he is one of those tragic people who is such a hopeless romantic that when he does make a connection with someone... 
it's it means so much more to him than it means to them. It resonates. Take yeah. take for example Donna from <laughs> that '70s show, Laura Prepon, when she yeah. was on the show. Yeah, her character is the perfect example of how guys like Ted do really have it hard in this yeah. life in that regard, and that's a real fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. and and there's plenty of women like that too. Trust me, I know a few. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's true. How do you think this works as a pilot for the actual show? Brilliant. I agree. I think that it is, especially, I won't get into what the show's ending is or what it means, but it literally hits every point of what the entire show's goal is. And it's, we're going to show wild romantic gestures and like youthful ideas and like optimism at every fucking turn we can because that's what life is about yeah every single episode that's what everything results in is like life is this and you need to accept what it is good or bad that's the ultimate message of how i met your mother is like you you hold on to what's important to you emotionally and like and you have this like rich history for yourself and like take care of the people around you that's every single episode of How I Met Your Mother is yeah. like these people treat each other like family. You get that in this episode because they all jump in the cab with him to go meet the supposed girl of his dreams. Yeah. Now, they can all act like they did it for their own reasons, but they did that because they're Ted's people. Yeah. That's what the whole show's about. I love it. Adorable. Love that. I love that about you. the show. It hooks you. It does. It, it makes you really feel, it makes the life that he's recounting feel very real. Agreed. Like, it has such a rich history. And then they incorporate so many inside jokes it's so in great. everything. And they keep such consistency. They It literally feels like they're recounting a true story. It's so Yeah, good. it's it's very episodic for a sitcom. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the, exactly what you're saying. Like, even though there's a girl of the week, I feel like a lot of the time there's also just this overarching story in which you're getting all of these callbacks and previews to jokes that are going to come in like three years that you're just yeah, not that, prepared and, for. And he literally will do things like, Oh wait, you know what? I got that story wrong. It's actually a different year. Yeah. And they literally play that mystery for you. Everything you're getting is you're unraveling a story that you don't know. You're yeah. like investigating this dude's life in a way. And it's yeah. awesome. It's like so fucking entertaining. And you get so invested in this person's life because of that. Because you're so involved in that entire period of time. <laughs> they they literally teach you inside jokes and then you feel like you're in on them. I, like with the slap. The I, slap. The I ducky tie. I was literally about to say the ducky tie. I love the episode where he can't remember the girl's name as he's re- telling the story to his kids. He's like, uh, we'll call her... <laughs> now we'll, something like blah, that. Blah, blah. blah. Was, we are getting it? ahead of ourselves, though. So we'll get into more of that after know, we talk about How I Met Your Father. Like, it's, I feel it, like those little fun, the funisms are in that pilot. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's that's so, what I mean so is good. like the blue French horn is introduced in that episode. Yeah. The the olives are introduced in that episode. And legend. The corkscrew, yeah. the, the, the wine bottle is, is incorporated in that episode. Is Ranji in that episode? Yes, he's the yeah. cab driver. And he's there the whole time and I love it. Because Ranji is literally, if there is a next credit for How I Met Your Mother, it's Ranji. It's Ranji, which is insane when you think about it, but there's just such a cycle of people yep. because the main characters are the main characters. And that's what makes it feel like Ranji's in more episodes than the parents are. Yeah, that's true. How? Yeah, that's a good point. He's always the driver. If they go anywhere, if they need a transition scene to drive somewhere, he is every transition scene. He's transition Ranjit. <laughs> that's what he's called on the forums. 
Uh, what did you think, Fran, of the episode? It's it's just beautiful, and obviously it tore my fucking heart out when he was like, <laughs> and that's how I met your Aunt Robin. I was like, what the fuck, Logan? She she literally said, we can't watch anymore or something like that, and I was like, no, I no, no, no. I no. like her. You're like, Stop it. You're like He's, they're going to do that to me every time, I think is what you said. Yeah. I was like, this is emotional yeah. torture. And you know what? Honestly, that's a fair they jab. Do. They kind of fucking they do. do. They make you fall in love with these women. Yeah. And it's, like, cool because, like, I mean, this is a little spoiler, I guess, but you see some of them stay around for, like, a couple episodes, some of them around for a season, and you're like, oh, like, this could potentially maybe be the mom, and they just haven't confirmed that yet. Um, but I think Yeah, because, like, the, it could be metaphoric. Exactly. That's one of the things that the writers talked about is, like, the how I met your mother terminology can be metaphoric because we don't know why... The father's telling the story. Yeah. If he's trying to prove a point to his children and he's like, this is how I knew at that moment that she was your mother. This is how I met your mother. That's when I decided. Yeah. And this is why I'm telling you this story to teach you this lesson. Or this there was is how always I got that, that theory about the yeah. show. You never yeah. knew what that really meant. And there was a time in which there was one character that people were certain was the mother that was introduced earlier and then, you know, came back. It's like, it's crazy. And tons of girlfriends return too. Yeah. It's wild. Especially. It's very, like, it feels very real. I agree. They wrap up a lot. Oh, fuck. I'm jumping the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah! We need to get to it's, the, we it's need, really hard to not talk the about The pilot episode it. is in my top 10 episodes of the entire show. It's, yeah. su it's super good. It's super Watch good. it, watch it, watch it. It's a 10 and, out of 10. And, and don't forget that Cody was, Cody and, and Franny in her own right were like, very like not sure if they wanted to do this review like oh do we really have to do this yeah yeah and just like that just goes to show you or goes to show like i i think it's interesting the culture around what people think of how i met your mother that haven't seen it like why do and why do people think these negative things yeah i feel like everybody that has seen it and like given it a chance fucking loves it i agree with that um for me it's a it's a the the pilot for me is a 10 out of 10 i think it's a great yeah. i think it's the perfect pilot for also like it's one of those ones that when you do a rewatch of the show, it makes the show feel like a circle. Mm. Like it just feels perfect. Like the whole show is just like packaged perfectly. Nothing feels out of place. What would you give it, Fran? 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's perfect. I agree. I think it's a 10 out of 10. I like that. I think even though it had an ending at the end of that episode that I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you led all of this up for it. And then it says something about a pilot when it makes me shaking with anger <laughs> that I liked it so much that it didn't work out the way I wanted. You know, it's a good show. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, it's a good show. I, when we kept talking to you about it, like I was so worried that you didn't like, you weren't going to like it. And I was like, man, I know though that just when he gives it a chance, he's going to fucking love it. I tried to keep it kind of cloaked because yeah. I was like, yeah. I didn't want to seem too excited about it because I didn't want you guys to be like, mm, I wanted to save it for the review. Yeah. You're like, how much it's would it crazy. suck if you didn't felt, like it? It felt like, because I couldn't get any kind of reading from him. I was like, so you've been watching it? And he's just like, deadpan. Like, yeah. I'm like, so what do you think about it? You're like, yeah, it's, I'm watching it. Like, he didn't give me shit and it was, it's been killing me. I literally didn't know for sure if he thought the show was good until earlier today when he accidentally let it slip to me when we yeah. watched him. We rewatched awesome. the episode. He I was like, it. he's like, yeah, I think it's really this. Per this episode's so good for it. And I was like, oh shit, like you do fucking like it. I knew yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Kept it so like locked in. There's been so much anticipation for this. <laughs> it's insane. 
I love it. I love it so it much. Was so it's good. so good. I cannot wait to rewatch it. All of it. Again and again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. It's going to become one of those shows you put on when like you're going to sleep and just like yeah. the background. Yeah, it's a I comfort agree. show. I agree. For sure. It really opens itself I mean, up to that. How can you go wrong? Jason Seagal, Allison Hannigan. Jason Seagal is the best he is amazing. Yeah. yeah. They, what's crazy about like this cast is like you always talk about like best ensemble cast. Nobody ever talks about this cast and that blows my fucking mind. Really? Like, nobody ever cast. nobody ever talks about this cast being best ensemble. Nobody. The only pe- thing people talk about is Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, that's true. And Allison Hannigan. There's the only two people to talk about. Jason Segal is so Dude, fucking good. I Josh Radner Josh is great. Radner. Kobe Smulders is Dude. fucking amazing. Dude, they're right? all amazing. Everybody on this show is like firing at it. They're treating it like it's the most serious fucking dialogue when they need to. And then at other times, they're literally like, they're saying the most absurd shit to be funny and like keeping a straight face. That yeah. takes some real fucking talent to come off genuine some every time. Major talent. To come off genuine every time. You have to kind of be Major those people. Talent. Major talent. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I do want to pose one question before we move on. Um, I don't want to discuss who we are yet. I feel like that will be after. Yes. Who would you fuck? Who, who's your who's your oh. fuck Mary kill? Oh God, <sighs> man. Because I feel like that's not too spoilery. All right. I think I'd I'd marry Allison Hannigan for sure. Okay. I'd fuck Kobe Smulders. Okay. And I would kill Jason Segal because I like he that you're just, doing the actors. <laughs> well, I mean, like, everybody knows Marshall. I'm doing the characters. Okay. okay, Marshall, Lily, it's all the same. Okay, fine. It's all the same because I feel, because the reasons why. Okay, here's what's interesting about the show. This is actually important to say so you understand my answer for this. Yeah. They incorporated real life things about the actors to make the characters more realistic. Oh. Ted Bosby's like douchiness is actual Josh Radner. That's real. <laughs> That's how he is. And oh, he's, yeah. he's very open about it. He he's like, like a does very indie movies hippie. and like he like plays guitar and like sings without a shirt on. He's very like he's is douchey. I love that. And he knows that about himself. He's like very that's what makes him so funny. Is he's very really self-aware. I really love and that. And Jason Segal really it does like incorporate singing and music into like everything and like is obsessed with the Yeti. <laughs> like, like, the, uh, so they're the same characters. Yeah. And that's why it's, they're so like amazing to do these roles and like dedicate so much time. And that's why you don't see them in much else. Yeah. Because they're so synonymous with these roles now. Like yeah. it's, it's really tough except for like sometimes Jason Segal. Kobe Smolder is having a really Marvel. hard time. She's in Marvel. Yeah. Right? But she's like, she's a, not a, she's like character. a background character. Yeah, true. And she, she was a huge TV actress. I know. She's I fucking see- Robin Scherbatsky. Yeah. What what were we watching that was like, oh no. Oh, um, it was um something on the street. What am I thinking of? Oh Billy thinking, on the street. Billy on the street. He was like, What's Colby Smolders gonna do now that how I met your mother's getting cancelled? Yeah, it's like, no, she's super talented, but like she's Robin. Like that's what everybody yeah. sees yeah, now. Exactly. And how's she gonna get cast in anything? She's Robin Sparkles. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so like that that's why like my fuck Mary kills the same because yeah. like they're really not that different. So like I'd kill Marshall because like he just refuses to quit smoking. Oh, so I might as well do it for him. Buddy. I, and I mean, you're marrying his wife. So that's that might true. get complicated if he's, that's around. true. Probably. Yeah. But if he was like, you know, if he was going to go down, I mean, I'm sure he'd be happy that there was a guy like lining up to take care of his wife to yeah. go down. 
to go down. <laughs> um, to go down. To go down. I would fuck. <laughs> I fuck. I would fuck Marshall just once. I don't want to marry him. Okay. Um, it's weird that you want to do. Is it the calves? Uh, <laughs> I want to marry Ted Mosby because I feel like he'd be a good husband. But I'd dude, have Ted to, Mosby would be the best. But I'd have to kill Robin. Husband. I'd have to get her out of the picture. You know? Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Victoria like, knows sorry, all about that. But like, I gotta, I gotta get her out of the picture. But like, he, he will never. I'll make sure he never finds out it was me. I'll, I'll like, I'll like get a hit on her. You know? And then You'll I'll be like crushed with him, and she, like that'll just bring us closer. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, guys. Um, Let's keep going, yeah. I was like, let's yeah. move on from this. Yeah. No, no, he's got to no, fuck no, Mary no, Kill, no, too. No, no, no um, I meant yours. I want to get as far away from you <laughs> as possible. I would um, kill Barney. Because I feel like he's bound to be, like, the next carrier of the worst sexual disease in the world. Fair enough. You're doing um, humanity a yeah, favor. Yeah, exactly. I would fuck Robin. And I would marry Ted. Because Ted's Ted's a good guy, and He's like hubby material, I I really like Jason Segal's character. I really like Marshall, but like you know, I could Ted not be married to that. Yeah, yeah, he's he he'd give like a nice pat on the shoulder. He's a really understanding hug. I feel you like. you know he's very giving in the bedroom. <laughs> he'll really oh. like he'll really do the problem solving for you too. If you don't feel like dealing, yeah, with something, I don't want to use my brain, so that works for me. And he'll just be like, yeah, no, I'll go take and care of this. Smart, he's an architect. He mm -hmm. yeah, he built a building that's huge, so his dick is anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh yeah, you but know he's dick packing. buildings is all over yeah. the show. It, it is. This show this show is almost taken off TV for dick buildings. Wow. Oh. Did they show the dick buildings? We'll get to all this. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, did yeah. we get all the fuck Mary yeah. kills yeah, out of the way? And did. we all said 10 out of 10. Yeah, 10 out of 10. All right. Let's talk about how I met your father. Okay. How I met your father. Do you want me to read the Wikipedia? Also, <laughs> one day I want to talk about the canceled pilot show of How I Met Your Dad. Okay. We can do Just that. throwing that out there. But if you guys are interested in that, we'll do that. We'll do like a bonus. Cool. Okay. Um, I promise on their behalf. So, I didn't so, ask so them, the but. Wikipedia is very short for how I met your father, by the way, how I met your father is an American sitcom created by Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, which premiered on Hulu in January of 2022. It's a standalone sequel to how I met your mother. The series stars Hillary Duff, Christopher Lowell, Tom Ainsley, teen Tran, Francesca, Francia, sorry, Reza, Reza, I'm sorry, Siraj Sharma and Kim Cattrall. Hillary Duff is the goat casting of all time. Yeah. That's the perfect cast. Mm -hmm. Perfect okay. casting choice. I agree. Hillary Duff. Okay. Because the whole point of how I met your mother back when it was on TV was that it was supposed to be for the age in which the characters were. That's why when we watched it at this point in our lives, it was fucking bomb as shit. Yeah. And when we watched it when we were 15, we thought that Barney was a rapist. Yeah. So, well, that still stands sometimes. No, definitely. But like to the point where we were like, we can't even watch this. Yeah. Like, we didn't want to watch it on our moral standards. We couldn't watch a frustrating character at the time. Yeah, I think that was my big problem with it, yeah. Yeah, and I felt like I'm the same way. It took a long time for me to watch a character that frustrates me like that and not be live. annoyed. You had to live. Yeah, you had to and then live you and also, realize you a also lot had of people to, are like that. And then you also had to realize that he's actually not that bad of a person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, he's definitely made some fucking mistakes. Yeah. But, like, haven't we all? You no. had to live not, in the Not, like, not like him, but, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, oh yeah, not like him. We're missing the point though. Yeah, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff 
is like in the pop culture of all the people that are at this age right now. Yeah. yeah. Everybody that is our age is obsessed with Hillary Duff. Yeah. So her being on this show is perfect because it's going to get all the little kitties hyped to watch her again. Because she's been very slowly coming back into the TV limelight with Younger yeah. and a couple of other projects and an indie movie or two. She's been like slowly just creeping back in. And this is was like her big reveal. This is like her big comeback to like a big budget show. Well, they were supposed to remake Lizzie McGuire and it fell through mm-hmm. because yeah. she wanted it to be a little bit more adult and Disney was not comfortable with it. So it's really cool to see this because I feel like this is what an adult Lizzie McGuire would have been close to. Because she's yeah. just like that character. She's just like because, that character. Because I feel like, again, they did the character they like the it. actress. Yes, yes that's what they do. And also the rest of this cast, bomb. I love this cast. So good. Now... Do I love everything about the show? No. No, no, I don't. I think that the comedy is at a really bad spot. But I also like to say that maybe How I Met Your Mother didn't have this problem as much. But a lot of the times with, with sitcoms, it takes a little bit for people to get into the groove. Yeah. And they got to get into the flow of being a, like an ensemble. Yeah, that's too. what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. But like, yeah, they have to like kind of get into the groove of it and like understand like how each other's timing works and like what's actually funny on the show. And like, there's a lot of jokes that are really fucking bad. Like, I don't know. I think Hillary Duff made a joke about a penis at one point and it made me uncomfortable. (laughs) And like that happens a couple times in the show because they're swinging for comedy and comedy is really hard to write sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some jokes that are really fucking funny, but that aside, don't come to this for the comedy. If you, if you're not a fan of the romance from the previous show, you're going to hate this one even more because that's what this one has in spades. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like we just got to give it time with the comedy. The romance in this one's really strong. I yeah. Agree. I think that like, and they, they ate, they like, they like nailed the millennium age with like the, the apps, like, like apps are really hard to depict in a show to where they're, like, they're not annoying or trying to be trendy. These almost feel like we're talking about how apps were three years ago. Like the way that they're yeah. treating apps. It's really wholesome. It's not like an entire focus of everything. People aren't using it in like a super sleazy way. It's like this is how civilized people use dating apps in the modern age. Yeah. Yeah. And which there are people out there making there, genuine there connections. There are. And, and this yeah. is what that is. And these, these are hopeless romantics trying to do that. But it's also showing the other side of it too where she says she meets like a million guys and it's not working out. Oh yeah. yeah. How many dates did she say she went on 80, that year? 80. I think something like yeah. that. that is so accurate to what a lot of people feel. And that's what the show is doing again is it's yeah. giving like a rich history yeah. and like a rich character that not only will be interesting to watch, but is like entirely and totally relatable. 100%. It's all about the human condition and what it means to be a person. And you know what, what issues that a lot of people face and struggle with in yeah. like their yeah. social lives and you know, the hopeless romantics in us. Um, and I love how at the end of the episode, I mean, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit here. It, it's all good. But I love how at the end of the episode, she, this whole time, uh, Hillary Duff's character kept telling this other dude who has total Robin Scherbatsky energy the whole time about like how she, he, he, he thinks that like her parents have like this perfect like marriage yeah. because she believes, because in, she love believes in love so much. Like she's such a ridiculous romantic. Yeah. And, like, the whole time she's, like, letting him believe that. And then you find out at the end that her mother's, like, a total bed hopper. Like, yeah. total fucking slut. And, like, that sucks. But, like, no, I'm just kidding. But, like, her mom has an unconventional relationship with men. 
that isn't necessarily like the most ideally romantic. Yeah. And, and like, not what she wants for herself. And not what she wants yeah. for herself. And her mother's not a responsible person. And um he feels he feels bad and everything, but like that's something that a lot of people can relate to is like a lot of people hate on those with optimism when a lot of the time they're just trying to cope in a different way than you are. Exactly. Not everybody wants to be the pessimist. And I thought that was a cool message to put in the episode because that's something that's incredibly relevant to the climate of right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like people are, are very like hyper aware of how they're behaving and speaking to each other. And I think this show kind of like shows that like this is a very judgy age in pop culture. People are judging each other constantly in social mm -hmm. media. So for him to judge her lifestyle in this way and then for it to be flipped the way he thought was a cool fucking moment. Yeah. It was really endearing, I feel like. Mm -hmm. They walk the Brooklyn Bridge together, which is something that she was saving for her soulmate. And she was like, you know what? Like, I have enough point of realism that, like, I can still look for the love of my life. And yet I can still do what I want to do and walk the Brooklyn Bridge and see New York and do all of that. And I just... I, I really like Hillary's character. I feel like she is the female equivalent to a Ted Mosby. I wouldn't say she's as romantic, but I mean, who's going to beat out Ted Mosby for romanticism? Um, but what right. I really wanted to say is that I feel like this show is trying to find its legs as not a How I Met Your Mother reboot, but just as a show. I, I don't feel like it's going to try to be the exact same thing. And I do feel like I like that about it, even though we were talking earlier and you were like, oh, we're going to say the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So the original show has a lot of like callbacks and it like, it has like the September 2005 in the beginning and stuff. And it doesn't really have that element to it, which I kind of miss, but I like that they're not exactly trying to be the same show. Yeah. It's, it's a little tough. Like, there's a lot of changes that are made. Like, one of the big dramatic changes that I noticed was that instead of showing the kids, it's showing the mother this time. Yeah. And there's a couple of reasons why you'd want to do that. So that way, the race of the kids can be ambiguous. Yeah. Yep. And that way, also, like, you can't even get a remote guess based on any of their physical appearance. Yeah. Which, but yeah, I do like that. Then the problem is, is that we're seeing this mother all the time. And they're and showing I, her too much. They're showing her way too much. And, like... The problem is when you keep showing someone who isn't somebody, as those ages are going to get closer, like, when, once we start getting into the 2020 flashbacks with Ted Mosby, there should not be a lot of physical difference between him then and 10 years later. Yeah. yeah. But the issue is we're seeing this woman who looks very different than Hillary Duff, and eventually they're going to get to a point where they're going to need to make them look like someone in the middle. Yeah. And it's going to look fucking weird. Yeah. And or not be believable. That's a problem. And also, I don't want to keep seeing adult her because it makes me lose conception of the story I'm being told. I agree. Because I feel like Kim Cattrall's character feels very different from Hillary Duff's portrayal. Like, this of that one's character. so jaded. Yeah, I agree. She's so much. Like, and I get it. It's supposed to be older you, but like, holy shit. Can we calm down a bit? I feel yeah. like you're not even the same character. I agree. Yeah. 100%. She feels like she's playing Samantha again on Sex and the City. And it makes me wonder if there's going to be a twist where she's not the person she's talking about. Ooh. Because there is other friends in this t conversation. Yeah. And like women Maybe. change the way they look over time. Because I just feel like it's like a little fucked up how it's being told where... It doesn't even look like her or act like her. Yeah. Like, to an aggressive degree. 
I feel like they I, don't act the same. Uh, but I mean, there is a like twenty year age difference there. But right? they don't act the same at all. It's a thirty year age difference. Yeah, I mean, fuck, thirty years can change the it way. Just, I just think it's a little weird. Yeah, I, because I Ted Mosby and Bob less. Saget's voice really matched up. You totally mm. bought that that was the older version of Ted yeah. Mosby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't buy this woman as it's, the older version of Hillary Duff. It's just hard to find like what they could have done different because I do like Why not just like the race What I would have done this kids. sounds really unhinged but what I would have done is she has an older sister. Yeah. Get her aged up in old people makeup cuz she looks a much a lot like her but a little bit different. Oh. Have her be the mother. <gasps> That's yeah. cool. Do yeah. Haley Duff instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I like that actually. That's I mean they cool. would have never done it but it would have been so much more believable in physical appearance. Oh yeah. yeah. They literally look alike, but she looks older. Like, yeah, interesting. I feel like it's not hard to do. Or just, I feel like there's actresses out there that could probably look more like Hillary Duff than this one. Yeah, does. I think the issue they is they wanted, wanted they wanted a, a personality, and yeah. it's not good. Oh, I don't even think that. I think they just wanted a name. Oh, I didn't know I this lady was from anything. Kim Cattrall. Oh, is yeah, a Kim Cattrall is a huge star. Um, I said that when we were watching it. I was like, I guess oh. if they're gonna show somebody the whole time, it should be somebody relevant. Yeah. She's like as famous. She was like when they got Martin Short on the show, that was like a big deal. She's like yeah. more famous than he is. So wow, she's. I would say she's like the like the early two thousands equivalent to like a, around the same size as Bob Saget. I'd say they were about Definitely. the same level. Um, she was one in one of the biggest female dramas comedy series of all time. That's Sex in the City. Oh yeah. Um, I just find that I agree. I don't really find it believable that these two women are the same yeah and that's why i'm wondering if the twist is that it's her roommate or that like life Mm. fucking happens and it changes who she is a little bit i i kind of buy that it could like it's her we're talking talking about different identities i think what i just don't like is that with bob saget narrating he still felt like he talked in ted mosby's voice definitely and even though Ted grew up and changed throughout that nine, ten years of the show. Kim feels like she's reading a fucking card. She feels like she's reading a card. I mean, yeah. she literally's like, and that's the night I went and met Adrian at the airport. Like, yeah. it feels like she's like doing like a, a like North Atlantic accent or something. Yeah, it's it a just weird. it just feels a little ridiculous. Which she's a great actress in other stuff. I just don't think this is. She doesn't do comedy. Yeah, maybe it'll get well, better. Com- I she mean, does she doesn't do comedy. I meant to say she doesn't do drama. I, I was being, I was, I had my mm. my ideas flipped because her whole thing is that she's supposed to be the narration. She's supposed to be the yeah. intensity. Yeah, she has to be telling you a point in the plot that's about to happen. Yeah, she's she needs to have like an announcer esque voice, and she just doesn't have it. Like, Bob Saget literally hosted America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. There needs to be a sense of... Because you're speaking in the story now. You actually are breaking the fourth wall in a way. Because you're addressing exactly what's happening in the scene. You have to have that voice. And she does not have it. Do you know who I would have gotten? Who? Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields would have been fucking great. She would have mm, nailed yeah. it. Make that happen. She even looks more like Hillary Duff than Kim Cattrall does. If you put Brooke Shields in a blonde wig or gave her some highlights. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it would have been way better. I feel like you should have just had a voice. No, just cut out the cut out the scenes with the flashback of the kids. Mm. Or have them be multiracial so some of them are adopted. Or just like mm, So you don't know which kids are who. I don't know. 
I don't know. Dude, I'm telling you, there's I would have maybe I, just had the narration and just cut all of that. No, because that 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 brings the the reminder of it being a recounted tale. Mm. Because that's so important because they break the rules all the time and base it on bad storytelling. Uh, that's like an ongoing joke, but also a great way to write insane concepts for episodes. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'm just hoping they figure out a way to make it a little better because I want this show to be good. Same. I think we're rooting for this show. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. I need more how I met your whatever content <laughs> yeah. because I loved the first show. It, I think it, it, it stands to be like one of my favorite sitcoms ever. I mean, yeah. this is no surprise based on what I said about the pilot already. And, um, I want this to be that same thing because the vibe of how I met your mother is so significant to just its show. And this show almost has it. And it's like the first sitcom I've watched in a long time. That has that thing, like they kind of get what they're doing. Like putting them in the apartment, they're yet again reestablishing a rich lore, something that sitcoms never do. Like yeah. that's the they're like we got it from some old something college alums. The college is important because they went to the <laughs> same fucking one. But um, God they, damn it! Yeah, exactly. The college is important. Is it Brown? It's not Brown, is it? No. no. I'm I think so. There's a show that I will say eerily reminds me of this in its closeness to like so have you ever heard of the show happy endings no okay so it's a show that was often similar like what, what did you find it's it? wesleyan i wanted to oh, say i wanted to say wesleyan. that earlier but i didn't want to be wrong wesleyan. you should have gone with it dude been like i think it's wesleyan then we'd been like check okay quick and you would have that victorious moment <laughs> hey guys i think it's wesleyan like okay, hey guys okay. on the break i actually realized it was wesleyan so i just wanted to inform yeah. you um, anyway, there's a show called Happy Endings, and it gets like a lot of similarity to Friends, the show. And there's even a, like a joke in the show where they're like, "Oh, okay, Phoebe," when one of them's drunk and he like name calls out their names or whatever, and their comparisons. It reminds me so much of that because Happy Endings was a good show, and I feel like it had a lot of potential, but it never nailed what Friends did, even though they were in the same vein. And I feel like this is similar for me where it's like there's a lot of really great stuff here that i feel like could be a really amazing show they just haven't landed and how i met your father specifically exactly yeah i i know what you mean like there everything works on the like on the checklist you nailed everything you have a diverse cast you have a cast where it's believable that certain characters will end, end up together but it it could also not go that way yeah and like they're from so many different walks of life. So you're going to get so many different cultural perspectives, just like the original show. All the characters are really different. Yeah. That's hard to do without being annoying. And I feel like nobody on this cast is annoying. And that's insane. In a sitcom, that's always the problem. Yeah. Somebody's pushing the envelope Especially too far. When they're like, someone's trying annoying, to be, yeah. like trying to be like hip and with the times and like 2020 esque, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The clo- the closest one, like the closest one is the girl roommate. She's like really on that line where she's about to be annoying and I'm like, come on, you were interesting in the first episode. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the, there's the later episodes. Yeah. No, 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 the, the oh, roommate. The, the one oh, with the, the British roommate. boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. some moments where I'm just like, You're 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 really like almost crossing the line into being annoying. Yeah. But like you guys are so close because sometimes she's the funniest, like the actual funniest. I was gonna say I feel like 90% of the time she's my favorite one. But then there's other times where I can't stand her. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, like, like there's some really bad jokes in there, like really bad ones. 
Like, really bad. And then some really bad character decisions that are, like, unforgivable. I mean, that's just the character, I think, honestly. Yeah. You, you'll you'll see that. I've watched... I've, I'm, I think I'm caught up. I think I've watched all five episodes. There's only ten in this I season. love that you're in on the How I Met Your lore. I'm you're, just, like, in on it. I want to keep watching it. I you're haven't gotten around to watching any more episodes, but I think I watched, what, two or three with you? I don't know. I think we watched, like, maybe three. Maybe two. I don't know. Um, I feel like I will be honest. I think it gets a bit worse as it goes on. Damn. I think each episode, it gets a little progressively bad, but then the fifth episode, I think went back up. Okay. That's good. So I don't know if it's a fluke or what, but we'll find out. I'm willing to give it like a whole other season. That sucks because like literally I want that shit back in my life. I loved when like randomly on like, I think it was like a Sunday night, how I met your mother would have a new episode and I'd be like, fuck yeah. I think you nailed it exactly. I just want Hillary Duff and more things. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I love her. And also I really like this cast. I think it's what you were saying. It's like really diverse and they've brought in a lot of people from, I feel like everywhere. Like uh, they had the guy from life is pie, the movie, which is like in an Academy award winning movie. And then they had Chris Lowell from glow and Francia who gave a kidney to Selena Gomez. That's all I really know. Wow. That's the girl that did that. I remember um, when that happened. But they're all a really talented group, and I think I think there's magic here. I think there's magic here. It just needs time. It needs to ferment. Yeah. Honestly, the best thing I can say about it is that it is deeply romantic. Yeah. And as long as they nail that about the show, that's the thing that they can fuck up and never fix. Mm. If you ruin the romance of this show, it'll never work. I agree. It always has to be believable. It always has to be the real biggest part of each episode. Yeah. So, or at least, like, you know, it always has to do with, like, their friend group or something. Something, like, meaningful is at the basis of each episode of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. I'd say the pilot is good. Go watch it. I'd say it's, like, a 7 or 8 out of 10. It's really simple. It's just she meets a Josh guy Josh Peck an is not in the pilot episode. No, he's not. The internet was very angry, but understand that he is in later episodes. Yeah. yeah. And he is considered an official cast member, not a side character. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. I didn't know that. Okay. He um, actually just did a bunch of promo. He did like he did like Good Mythical Morning and a bunch of other shows. He wow. is an official announced cast member. Oh wow! Okay, interesting. I, I guess wonder if it's he's like in a, the running to be the father. Uh, I th- we'll find well, because she did say she met the father that night on we'll the first find episode. Out. So I guess we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Right, he's moving as a spoiler. Mm. I know. Okay, let's get into <laughs> the fuck Mary kill oh, and okay. who we are. Okay, what do we want to start okay. with? Who are we? Who are we? I feel like you might have a better handle on it because you've seen more episodes. I'm the guy that um, thinks that her life was perfect. I'm that guy. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. 100%. 100% that guy. I like I like the roommate. Her roommate. I think I'm more I'd her say, anything. yeah, you're yeah. her. Yeah. I'd say that. Um, I'd probably go for either Hillary Duff. I'd say I'm similar to her or yeah. the British guy. Because <laughs> I'm like I'm super sheltered, dude. The and British like, guy, but you're yeah. like a nice that's mix what of I was thinking both. though. No, I was thinking the British guy, yeah. and he's like super like <laughs> because I I old started. It, I think I think the difference between t- Ted Mosby and this character is you. Oh, like I think that you're like the like you're the element of Ted Mosby that she's not. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Like you're not as like I don't know. She's like almost kind of. She's like too perfect and she's got like a fakeness to her. What are you saying about me? 
I think that you're genuine. <laughs> oh, cute. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, I, I thought you were saying I was. Fake. I, I think I think that like maybe your guys are right about the mother her being changed because yeah. I feel like she's not being genuine with herself about what's going on in her life. Yeah, yeah. the way that she's just like is so positive with the situation. And with I her feel family. like yeah, there's a moment in episode five I will say that we'll delve more into that. That's and, what I'm saying, and that's why and, that's not yeah. you. I think you're yeah. very secure with who you are. I think oh, you are who you are. Nice. And I feel like she's kind of putting up a front for herself. Like she's lying mm. to herself a little bit. She comes off pretty young for how old she's supposed to be. You know, like just like young at heart almost. Yeah, like too innocent old? in like some too ways innocent, too. Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think something's going to, yeah. yeah, I think something's going to happen. I don't think that's you're naive. Like, that's what it is. I don't think that you're naive. Oh. Ted Mosby's not really naive. He's he just actually, blinded. a lot of times he calls out that it's going to go bad. Yeah. And then he, he does it anyway because he's a hopeless romantic. Yeah. I agree with that. And she's just kind of like going willy nilly. She, she believes he's kind of a cynic. Too. The way that yeah. she is with the character in the pilot episode where it's that guy who's leaving, how she's just like so desperate that he is going to date her as soon as she gets to the, the airport. Yeah. That's not how Ted Mosby would be. No. He would be like, I'm going to stand here until you say yes. Yeah. Her thing is, I'm. I believe that when I get there, you'll think the same thing. Yeah, which I agree. Yeah, that's naivety. Yeah. yeah, that's what you are not. Oh, thank you. I'm the British guy. Yeah, he's naive in a different way that I think you yeah. are. Like that's not knowing what a broccoli is. No, yeah, yeah, he tried I, his first broccoli. I had today. broccoli for the first time today. I also had a turkey burger for the first time. <laughs> that was life changing for me. Wow, they're um, good. Yeah, they're really good. Also, I don't like French onion sun chips. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, he really he went. I don't like that. I was like, okay. I said they're kind of like sour cream and onion. You're like, okay. I'm like, but they're kind of like healthier. They're like earthier. No, no, didn't fuck with it. Nope. All right, our fuck Mary kill. Oh, sorry. Um, I think uh, I would. Fuck. And I feel like you can include Josh Peck because we watched yeah. the first two episodes. And he and he is an official cast yeah. member. Yeah. Um, I would kill the chick who just got recently divorced. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason why is because I feel like she's a fine character and all, but she really does seem like I'm no somebody in this friend group. Yeah. Like she doesn't seem like she's friends with everybody. Yeah, and I'm waiting that's for something that. that's yeah. gonna change. But that's what Bar. I hated Barney when How I Met Your Mother started. I did. Didn't like that character. Same. Felt like he was just some weird dude, bro, who talked to Ted. Mm-hmm. That's this person kind of feels like I'm somebody's sister, and I'm sad because I got a divorce. I feel like that's eventually going to change, but I never saw that change. So I want her fucking dead. <laughs> but she's really funny. If she was in a different show, I think I'd be happier. Yeah. But it's not the character that's the problem. It's the fact that she has no ties to any of this. Yeah. Okay. So I kill her. I'd marry Hillary Duff because I want somebody who believes in magic. I mean, I believe in some forms of magic. That's the problem. You believe in the wrong ones. Mm. Um, Like like (laughs) Like vampires. vampires. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'd say that's pretty whimsical of me. Uh, And I I would marry... Wait, I thought you were marrying Hillary Duff. Oh, I'd marry Hillary Duff and I would... I'd fuck the roommate. Yeah. 100%. I get it. Solid. She's beautiful. hundred mm-hmm. percent. And she seems like she's kind of like, like she would be mean to me. And I'm, I'm that's cool. Her She'll outfits are great. Oh. The like big blazer watch, watch with the like the skin episode. tight, like fucking spandex. <laughs> watch it. Good episode. Good outfit. Good episode. Yeah. Um, hmm. I would fuck the British guy. Yeah. I would kill. What's the British guy's name? I don't know. 
I you've watched so much I don't of it. Remember it? I really don't remember it. I'm I sorry. would kill the one that just got the divorce, the British guy's roommate. Okay. Uh, then I would. Is it Brendan? Maybe. Mm. That sounds like a rich guy's name. I mean, I was gonna say Chris, but I don't know why. Okay. I don't know. Maybe we not. just look it up. We have yeah. basically computers. Brian in our is that it? I don't know. I don't I, I'm know. just picking traditional white names. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. Connor. Connor. <laughs> I would marry the guy that's giving Robin energy. Okay. That guy's yeah. got good energy. I like him a lot. Yeah. Let me get the names of these characters. And to be honest, I know he's saying he's giving Robin energy, but I only mean that from like the perspective. He's really giving Ted energy. He's giving Ted energy, yeah. but he has Robin's mindset right yeah. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His name's really Jesse. Jesse. Okay. And then um the He's I, Charlie. I think oh, having a, it be How I Met Your Mother sequel elevates it instantly yeah. because now we just compare it to the old show. Yeah. And like that's what true. we think what will come, but it might never come. Like these payoffs might not really come. Like this show could suck. It's so early. Yeah. Um, we need to move on though. Oh, I haven't done mine. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, you forgot me twice. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I'm so like on worried Minecraft? about the time at this point. <laughs> I'm so worried about the time we've been um, for so long. Here's my problem. There's a lot of hot people on this show. There is. Too They're many. All incredibly attractive. Too many. Yeah. The the thing about how I met your mother is Jason Segal was there. Oh. Uh, Jason Segal is he's sexy cute. as hell. Those those ankles or no, calves. Those calves. No, but he's, rea- he's realistic looking, and so is yeah. Josh Radner. Yeah. Yeah. Even they, Neil they Patrick. Look, they look like real people. Yeah. These people look like they're on magazine covers. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, so if I'm going with my heart of hearts, I would kill. I, okay. I would, I would kill the lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. We 100%. all, we all want to kill yeah. her. Well, it's just, I don't feel like she fits right now. Yeah. And I hope that changes. Cause I do like her character. But I hope that changes. I would fuck Hillary Duff, and I would marry Chris Lowell because Chris Lowell's character is like That's really romantic. Guy. He's he's the Ted Mosby equivalent, yeah. I guess. But in real life, Chris Lowell could get it. Anyway, next. Oh yeah, he's good looking. The end. He was okay. on Glow. Changed my life. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. Let's so, get to the How I Met Your Mother spoilers. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother spoilers. God, okay. we got a lot of them. The Yellow Umbrella Chronicles, right? Yeah. One of the greatest love stories ever told. So cute. The ending. Oh, fuck. Let's just get right to it. Let's peel off the bandit. Wait, 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 wait. Let's peel off the bandit. No, no, no. Before we get get there, who did you think the mom was? Okay, I can answer that. Okay. Go for Uh, it. I thought, first of all, I always knew in some way that the show was going to be about Robin. Yeah. I knew that because just the the conception of the pilot, the way the pilot operates, the show starts when Robin shows up. Yep. So whatever was going to happen was going to happen because of Robin. I agree. So I thought Victoria was the mother because Victoria and Robin had the most strife between the two of She's them. She's the chef, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We I, had the exact same theory. Yes. And yeah. fun fact, when the show, when Jason Segal wasn't going to come back for season nine... They were like, we can't get the ending we want, and they were going to shoehorn in Victoria being the mother if he didn't come back. What? True facts. You can look that up. Yeah. Wow. I'm glad she wasn't. And Jason Segal read the script for the last season, The Wedding. They had finished the entire script. Why wasn't he going to be in it? Because his his movie career was kicking up, forgetting Sarah Marshall and stuff like that was all coming out. 
His wow. movie career was like blasting off. Yeah. And he was like, I've been in this for eight years and all the contracts at CBS or whatever it was are eight years. Yeah. Then most shows don't get nine seasons, even if they're amazing. Yeah. But they were like, we need more time. And he's like, I don't have more time. Like, this is when I'm done. Like, this is when you guys promised me it would be done. But like, I'm glad he stayed. And but it, he, and he read the script for the, the wedding. Character. They wrote the whole thing and they said, read it. And if it's not good enough to stay, like, don't stay. And wow. he stayed. Wow. It's a had a huge pay increase, by the way. He was like, but I'm getting a fuck ton. I think he got like five hundred thousand dollars an episode. Wow. Wow. I think the Friends cast was doing a million an episode, and that was crazy. So, this was but yeah. how I met your mother's season see, final season was so highly anticipated. Well th- that was the final season was their million dollar episodes. Yes. Yeah. And like that that was so intense. Like Neil Patrick Harris was already making something like insane, and I think yeah. he was making a million every episode at that point. Yeah. So like, and Allison Hannigan was huge too. It was like eight hundred thousand or something oh, crazy yeah. like that. That's crazy. Yeah, she was because she was the most beloved character on yeah. the show from for a lot the women that identified with the show and the men, of course, that identified with the strong woman of the show loved this character. Yeah, Lily is like. The best character in the show yeah. to a lot of people. Agreed. And she was really, really good at her role. She like totally like because that character is so easy to hate. She makes so many mistakes and is such a cunt. At I points. mean, she literally leaves him for a while. I, I know. know. But like you still like her because she's fucking Allison Hannigan. She's so likable. I agree with that. She's just mommy. Who did you think what the mommy was? <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I thought it was Victoria for a while, too, but I didn't like it as Victoria. It felt yeah. weird and wrong. Um, I kept, like, in my mind, I was like, fuck, like, how can Robin still be the mother somehow, though? Mm. But, I'm, I mean, I'm glad at the end of the day, like, everything worked out how it was supposed to. A lot of people uh, thought Stella was going to be the mother when the show was live. Really? I did think Stella was going to be the mother. And I like the episode where it plays with you and, like, says, like, now if someone was the mother and like has like the blonde kids and everything and has yeah. like the different life. And then in that episode, they go off and talk to their exes that they would eventually go off and marry yeah. both of them. But yeah. Ted holds it over her first, even though he, he does the exact same thing. The most fucked episode. <laughs> he does the same thing Stella does, but Stella's seen in this villain. He literally does yeah. the same thing. Yeah. 100%. The most fucked episode though was where they started. She goes, this is how I met your father and it's from Robin's perspective. And then the kid fades away. And I was like, Holy shit. Like, what is this? But that episode was when I was like, there has to be a reason why Robin is going to be the end of the show. Agreed. Because that's the episode where he puts the lights in her room. And every, and then you cry your fucking eyes out. It's so sweet. And like the thing with Ted and Robin is they are the most electric couple I've ever seen depicted on television. They're one of the best. They yeah. are they are so believable in all their romantic shit. They are such believable characters. They, they have feel, all the chemistry. They feel really tangible. Like they they seem like a couple that you know that like actually are a good couple. Yeah. They, they have all they the chemistry, so but they didn't have the timing. Yeah. That's what the whole show's about. Mm-hmm. So cute. Okay, so the ending. Oh okay. Fun. We'll talk about it now. Okay, so um there's a book. Do you remember what the book's called? There's a book that How I Met Your Mother was based off of. Okay. And this book was basically about, like, these two loves that, like, knew, like they always had this idea that they would be together, but the timing was never right. They were always with mm. different people. Yeah. And at the end, they eventually get together. And 
in the in the show, he always goes, "My favorite book is this," and it's Robin's favorite book too. Love in times oh. of cholera. Love or in times of I cholera. I couldn't find the exact title, but and that's what I remember. It through as. multiple times in the show, that he makes references to loves and times of cholera all the time. You can tell that this book weighs heavy on the mind of one Ted Mosby as he's retelling this whole story. Yeah. So, like, the whole time, this show is hinting that Robin is at the end. No. The whole time. I love yeah, that. Yeah, because Love and Times and Cholera is about, like, the same thing. Like, mm -hmm. a couple that didn't get the middle, but they got the end together. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of about what Gilmore Girls is about. Kind of. Kind of. Let's kind not of. let's not pollute this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the end of How I Met Your Mother... The last, the two-parter final episode is one of the best show episodes of any TV show I've seen handle time jumps. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't make you feel like you're rushing through it. It makes you feel like, you know, the sands are slipping through your hands. You're slowly getting closer and closer to the end. Yeah. And to why this story is being told. It never feels like they're just trying to get out a bunch of shit they didn't have time to get out from the show. He met the mother, and now the rest of this story is starting to end. And that's what you see. You see the rest of the little bits that are important play out. But it's going to come to the conclusion where he tells the end of the story, and then the kids are going to have their reaction. And we're going to see what this whole thing was really about. And we've actually had it. Like, they've been doing time jumps and time skips the entire show. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's also why it worked really well was we – we're kind of used to it. We're used to seeing them go forward and backward. And they would also make references to things that would come in later seasons and earlier seasons. Mm -hmm. I mean, the whole wedding season is a lot of time jumps too. So that's yes. when like did that they first you. tease it like season five or something like that. It was season was when, seven. Was it? Okay. I thought it was earlier, but maybe not. No. Um, but they teased him in the rain oh. outside the church. Season seven, I think. Or, okay. Yeah. And the far Hampton sign. You see that really early on. Yeah. Too. Exactly. So, like, it's been teased for years at this point. Maybe it is season five. You might I be right. I want to say it's season you're five talk, or six. You're talking about when he picks up Victoria, right? The far Hampton scene? When he's, like, there's preparing for a wedding, and he's like, this is the wedding I meet your mother. That's season seven. Seven? Okay. But season five, he goes... It's all about the, it's like, I didn't, I didn't know about the when, but the where, and then it shows you yeah. a flash uh, forward. Yes, 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 yes. That's in season five. Okay. When okay. he's talking to so I was Klaus. Right. I thought the that Klaus was all one scene, season. Okay. The mm -hmm. Klaus scene is some of the best fucking television you'll ever hear with funeral playing, showing you the flash forward, showing you holding her, holding the umbrella insane talking about so what good. love means and what forever love yeah means. what what your forever love means the kindergarten joke it's all fucking amazing it's incredible yeah it's incredible this show is art like it's it's a masterpiece it's one of the best written shows on television right? it's it's really good and it's crazy how people like there's a lot of people who hate on it and say that it got worse over time but what it really is is people just are impatient they didn't want to wait for this long messy story because that's what it was always going to be. It's like it's a recounting of the dude's life building up to how he met his mother, how they met yeah. their mother. Which I get because there are some messy. points. There are some points where I'm like, okay, I know this isn't the mom. Can we move past this already? But I feel like that's the beauty of the show. And so I do get it why people were like, oh, it's not as good this at this point. It's like, well, it's because you didn't like the bitch he was with. Yeah, exactly. You got yeah. sick of who he was dealing with or you like couldn't foresee like her being anything bigger. Yeah. But, like, you need to understand that every woman he met on his way to Tracy is what prepared him 
to be mature enough for someone like Tracy, someone who was not into the games. What happened to her made her really sore on love. Yeah. And she wanted, she needs somebody who's not going to play games with her. And so he had learned every fucking lesson there was to, about love until he got it right. Yeah. Ted Mosby is like the, the fucking engine that could. He kept doing <laughs> it and he kept trying and he kept failing, but he would keep up and keep doing it. And the, and he said it in the speech. He's like, because that's what love is. And and like he said, too, he knew the moment he met like their mother that he would need to love her like with all of his heart every day and like never give up because he learned that lesson, like you said, from all the loves before. Mm hmm. And letting like Robin slip through his fingers and yeah. stuff like that. Because the because it's like Robin said, it's all about chemistry and timing. And the timing for him and her. And there was a moment where like Ted to could have totally took advantage of her and been like, you're not ready to make this decision with me, but you yeah. so desperately want to get out of this scenario yeah. that you're willing to try this yeah. decision with me. But he was a good with enough Robin? person. Yeah, with Robin. At the wedding, right? At the wedding. Yeah. It's like she had this, he, he had this ability to, she offered herself. He, he wanted her desperately. And he still said, you know, maybe one day it won't be like this, but I can't have you this way. Cause this yeah. isn't really what you want. But you know what? I love that. We get that right before he meets Tracy. Cause that is genuinely him, him letting, letting it fucking go. go. It's yeah. done. And like, you never feel like he didn't, he wasn't all in on Tracy, even just like the little bit. If of Tracy, time we saw. if Tracy outlived him. He would have never been with another person in his life. Yeah. And I like that. And that's he would have been fine with that. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. Because um, he needed to let Robin go before he could be with anybody else if it wasn't going to be her. Yeah. And it's like Robin just, she needed to accomplish her accomplishments. Her yeah. career needed, was what was important to her. And, and I like and that like, respected that. And like finally when it was all said and done, she missed out on some time, but like, she was right. It was. I think. She, I think they both knew it was going to be each other. They made that promise to one another. Yeah. If they're like, if at this point in our lives, for some reason, we're not with someone, we'll be with each other. Yeah. That's what was always going to happen. It's crazy that he has two like epic loves of his life. You never know. It, yeah. It's like you know, like you know, my dad like had my, my mother passed away when I was really young, and I like to think that my dad could still find somebody, and I know that he thinks the same thing too. And yeah. I think that it's a good message for people that, like, you don't know. Like, mm -hmm. everybody's path is different. Yeah. Things that, that are fucked up happen. And then you can meet somebody totally different that will change your entire life. And it tells like, you how. Like Tracy, yeah. 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 It, it, literally, like, the Tra Tracy storyline tells that you. Was, that was Tracy is, like, Ted is to Tracy what Robin is to Ted. It's, like, that's her second yep. epic love. Yep. And, like, Ted, you know. Did he? He didn't care. He was just happy that she was happy with him. Yeah. And then she would have the same feelings. We know that because she moved on from her own. Yeah. And that's why that episode is so important. And if it wasn't in the show, the show would have seriously flawed logic. It's good too because yeah. it teaches. Like I'm sure she taught the kids too, especially when like she knew her time was coming to an end. That like it's okay that like your dad's gonna move on and like happiness is important and finding love is important like you know she probably like sat down and gave those kids that lesson and that like warmed them up to like the idea of Robin and everything it's just so yeah. cool to think about like <laughs> it's it feels so real the show feels so grounded in reality that's what I also like about the show because he almost feels like an unreliable narrator to points because he's so hyper focused on Robin in sections 
that it's like, well, now it's super obvious that at the end he's going to end up with Robin and he's basically asking his kid's blessing without even realizing. But to a lot of people, it isn't obvious, though. I know, but what I'm saying is I really like that looking back at it, it's really funny how you can kind of see how he's not exactly the most like reliable person to be telling the story, yeah. even though he is. It's really Yeah, weird. like, you know, there would be so many jumps in logic where, like, you know that like he's leaving bits of the story out. Yeah. And one of the best episodes... Is when he's telling his kids this story about like him and Tracy being at like this bed and breakfast that they went to before. Mm-hmm. And then she goes, Oh, I wish it, like the mother should never miss her daughter's wedding. And then like he starts crying. Yeah. And like at, at the time you think, Oh, it's because Ted's mother must have died. She never missed a kid's wedding. But it's like you realize now that Tracy's going to miss. And like yeah. he's recounting the story in the future when she's already gone. And he's having an emotional moment with this memory where he's like, man, it crushes me that she said that back then. That was, And the he moment. like imagines her yeah. like caring for him like, oh, no, it's OK. It's OK. That scene is so powerful upon the rewatch. Just like when he goes, if I could be anywhere that night on like that really inconsequential night where it was all crazy and they were doing dumb shit. He runs off and goes to his uh, goes to Tracy's apartment 45 days before he meets her and gives her that huge speech like in 45 days. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And like, it's going to be the most amazing thing. If you don't want to be with me until then, I'll take the next 45 seconds till your boyfriend comes here and punches me in the face. Cause you're the person I I've, I've loved my whole life. Yeah. And he says, and everything, if you notice, it's all in the past tense. Yeah. And like, you realize why the speech is so impassioned about he wants 45 more days of time is cause he's run out of time. I was literally going to bring that up because I think, mm. The him crying on the tower was really what solidified it for me that she was going to die. And I remember thinking that and I was like, why is he saying like you were like it was all Mm -hmm. in the past tense. And so I I really want to go back and watch it and feel the effect. It's so good on the rewatch. The the last season is amazing on rewatch, which on the first watch, I'm sorry. Season nine didn't grab me like I wanted it to because it's mm-hmm. all set in like a weekend. It's really drawn out. Like they're it's not the all most together dramatic. until the end. It is the most dramatic of the, all the seasons. So many yeah. things happen. But it makes sense that they would hyper focus on what's coming to the near of the story. And, like and it makes sense. It really does. And it, and, and it really does improve. You'll like season nine the most upon rewatch Ooh, because okay. you're, you're building up to like the meetup. We were rewatching some of season nine the other day. Mm-hmm. It was so we were good. Watching it season today. season yeah. nine is <laughs> incredible on rewatch. Ha- the Gary Blauman episode is like magic because at the end of it, all these outside characters we've seen along the way, you're seeing what happened to them. Yeah. Like all the characters, like blah blah. You see what happens to blah blah. Like naked guy, naked guy. Was, you see, yeah, I love. You see that. what ha- you see that the ther- the therapist that she should have never been having sex with, hooking up with that crazy chick, which totally makes sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Kevin is the most fucked up character in all of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that's don't. why he was okay with her cheating on him. Yeah, don't sleep with your therapist. That's fucked up. Holy it's shit. the rapist if you separate it correctly. Um, so who do you guys feel like you are well wait i had one question before we got to oh okay okay all right we talked about who we thought ted would end up with yeah who did you want ted to end up with robin yeah robin who else of his (laughs) girlfriends oh like if i couldn't pick tracy or yeah if you couldn't pick the two women he ended up with because it's technically both yeah if you couldn't pick either of those two who would you want him to end up with 
And who would you despise him ending up with, leaving Laura Prepon out because she's such an obvious pot shot? I was going to say Laura Prepon. Um, mm. <laughs> so even though she was built up for so long, it got to the point that I was like, okay, I'm over this when we got to Slutty Pumpkin. I was like, okay, you played out this joke for <laughs> eight years, something like that. Yep. Yeah. Like when we met her, I was like, no, nope. Well, to be fair, I feel like the show did that too. They were like, this this is not what he thinks it is. Yeah. It was like the purposeful letdown. Well, even like seeing her, I was like, no. I don't know why. It's just not what I imagined yeah. for Ted. Um, the one I liked, I actually liked Sarah Schalke, her character. Which one was that? Uh, the doctor, the blonde. She played Elliot oh, on Scrubs. Stella. Stella's great. I really liked Stella. Yeah, I was going to say the same flaws, thing, Stella. But I felt like it and was in the like, same way that they all And did. other than um, the Ted Mosby movies that were made afterwards, that, <laughs> those are so fucking awesome. <laughs> those are so I funny. love that plot in general. But um, other than that, like Stella really didn't do anything that that was that different than Ted in the long game. So yeah. like yeah. the hate for Stella is kind of misplaced because she was right to not want to go talk to their exes because both those exes, they would eventually marry. Yeah, yeah I and agree. They talked to their, the people they would actually eventually marry on their own wedding day that they planned. Yep. Yeah. I, I feel like the, I, I liked him with Stella, but I feel like the person I would have been actually pissed about him ending up with was Victoria. Cause I didn't like that. Mm. She tried to make him hurt him choose between her and Robin, which but I mean, she was kind of right. She is right. Yeah. She's but like, like, you'll never get over Robin ever. Yep. The only but, like, it's true. But but the thing is, it's because Victoria, you weren't the right girl yeah. because he was yeah. willing to do it for Tracy. Yeah. And it's like, well, you chose your job and moving to Germany over him. So yeah. why should he do that for you? Like, mm -hmm. it's just, you guys aren't aligned. I'm sorry. But it does suck because they had some also really magical moments, they did. though. That whole like, wedding scene was amazing. They, there's some really intense emotions between those two. Especially yeah. like yeah, like you said, the wet the wedding flirtation where they're like, We're not gonna kiss, kiss and we're yeah. not gonna do this. Yeah, that was cute. And was really like good. also when they reconnected, like when he was when she like didn't say his name and then he searched all of New York for her and found her. Yeah. That yeah. was intense. She freaked out. You I you did not know what she was gonna happen when he walked in the door. Yeah. She might have been like, Oh my god, this dude's so scary. But she was just like, nope, I've been obsessing you this whole time. And that actress is so pretty. Like, that show is really yeah. pretty. Seeing too. that she was obsessing, too, is like, okay, she's a helpless romantic like him. She, He's been on her mind this whole time. Like, this is a good match for Ted. And at first, yeah. I thought maybe that is the mother. Like, I, I get why everybody thought that. But, yeah. yeah. And um, I like at the end with, like, when Tracy and him do get married, she goes out of her way to invite Robin because she's so secure in their love that like, she does not feel like Robin is a threat. She made sure even knowing that Robin all the history, there. even knowing all the history. Cause you know, he didn't fucking lie about any of that shit. He's a good, he's a good guy. Yeah. She still wanted to make sure he was there. Cause he know she knows how important they are to each other. Yeah. And I think that was really important. And that was what, Victoria never felt that secure in their romance for a reason. What I really like is I feel like all of the women that were important, like Stella and Victoria and Tracy. I, I was going to say the one that I hated real fast. Okay, go ahead. Zoe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fair. don't I get me wrong. That. I get why he wanted the fuck Zoe. I love the captain though. She's beautiful. Well, no, just like the attitude. Fantastic. I mean, but that's like one time you're done after that. She's in happy endings. <laughs> that's that's funny. really funny. She, she, she drives me insane. Also, the um, the the uh, one dude, the the captain. No, the Blitz. 
Oh, Blitz. That's, like, that episode is, like, the first time you see any, like, kind of romantic thing between them. But I just want to say that mm. the Blitz is one of the best inside jokes of, like, the whole show. Mm. You remember the Blitz? Yeah. I think so. That's where it's, like, he always leaves right before something awesome happens. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's the best. Um, What I was going to say is what I really like is that all of the important women, like Zoe included, is that they all feel like Ted in some way. Like they're all hopeless romantics. They're all somewhat in the same mindset, but they're all just like, it's timing. Like, I feel like maybe every single one of those girls could have worked out if the timing had been right. Yeah. yeah like if he had met Zoe before yep. he got to build that building. Yeah. Who knows? It might've worked. Or if he had met, you know, Stella before she met her old boy. Yeah. Might've worked. Cause there was no going back after that. That no. was like her only person that she was willing to be yeah, with. I agree. Yeah, but like I'm happy she got her happy ending too. Like, yeah, it happened in a shitty way. But dude like, was definitely an asshole. Yeah, Kar- karate chopped my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that episode was so sad. Yeah, when Robin's on the ferry and sees yeah. them embracing each other on the ship. Yeah. yeah, so sad. So who are you guys? Who who are we? Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about Marshall and Lily. Oh. We are I mean, Marshall and Lily. We're Marshall and Lily. I just want to say that yeah. the Marv oh Marshall's dad's death oh, so rough. is the most realistic arc in any sitcom ever where it feels so real. That's exactly what it's like. Yeah. And they depict it so well in the show and it's so beautiful how he handles it. And when he's talking about like how when he was a kid and his dad was driving in the front and it was all dark, mm-hmm. he just felt safe in the back seat. Like that's some like like there's things written in the show that are so poetic that you can tell is written from the realistic perspective yeah. of someone. Yeah. Somebody's writing from something that's real about them because this show is, is if, if anything, it's so genuine. I loved that whole episode in the cemetery where they're just they're All the brothers are fighting over who gets to talk to dad. Yep. And I was like, that's so realistic. It's, it's so, so real. Funny. I loved it. Yeah. Or like, um, you know, when, like, they bring, she comes over, uh, Lily comes to Thanksgiving for the first time, and, like, the food's all insane, and she's not to make any of it. <laughs> and she's so short. She's so Everything's short. Everything's so big. Like, there, there are totally situations like that where you're meeting someone's family, and there's always hiccups, because people come from all different backgrounds, yeah. and that's what this show captured, and, and like, the new show, the How I Met Your Father show's capturing, and that's what's so good about the sitcom in itself is, like, it's a heavily romantic show about people who are passionate about all sorts of things. Yeah. Mm. Like Marshall's inspiration about the environment and his ties to nature and how he loves animals and like mystical creatures is so fucking funny and like something that you actually see real people are like. Yeah. And it all goes back to the Yeti. <laughs> it's so it goes good. back to the Yeti. But yeah, we're definitely Marshall and Lily. Yeah. We literally like there's no no debate. Yeah. That's exactly who we are. I'm definitely the mom friend. You've definitely done crazy shit like her. I'm definitely crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely just as crazy. Well, crazier than Lily. And I I love that she's into art. That's something I'm very passionate about, too. And good at. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm very musical. I'll sing everything I do. That's true. I'm the exact same way. We're, like, the same. And, like, I do have friends that, like, I'm just watching, like, struggle in their romance. And I'm just, like... It's fucked up that I got I figured that part out already. Yeah. Like, cause that now it's like I'm just watching everybody struggle on the mainland and I'm like, oh like we never mm. like had to do the apps. Nope. <laughs> figured it out already. 
Yeah. We're just like that good. Yeah. We just kind of nailed it already. And then like, I relate to like the struggles that Marshall has with like dealing with Ted's falls and rises and falls. Yeah. And like, that's a real thing with Marshall and Marshall's real protective of Ted where he even says to Robin, like, you have to quit doing this to him. Like it's time to let him go. That's one of my favorite scenes is I, I love and Marshall. And then he still didn't, he still didn't pay out his bet even after that conversation. Yeah. Incredible. Cause he knew, he knew, he knew. He just wanted her to fucking, he wanted him to move on. Yeah. 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 It was rough. <sighs> Who are you? I'm Robin. Yeah. You're a hundred percent Robin. Yeah. Your Robin energy is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Commitment issues. Yeah. But I still want true love. You're Va- a pop star. Vagueness. Vagueness. A pop star in a foreign country, probably. M- mystery. Eh. <laughs> mystery. Yeah. I She's would... definitely a mystery, and you're definitely a mystery. Oh. <laughs> We've known you for so long. We've met zero of your like relationships. <laughs> That's yeah, that's true. Exactly. We literally we literally speak on the internet with each other and have like multiple shows together and I've never met a single particular of his others at all. (laughs) Not once. Never even seen what one looks like. Well, I feel like I'm like Robin in the fact that like I just I wanted to wait until like there was like a good person that I was like really sure about. That never happened. I don't have a Ted Mosby. I don't I don't I don't have that. So What I'll find your Ted Mosby. Yeah. What I will say is I find what's extremely realistic is I will be Robin and the fact that I'll have like five dogs in an apartment and I'm sorry, whoever I end up with is just going to have to suffer. They're not going to the farm like Robin's dogs did because Ted was allergic. Okay. But the reason they had to write that in the show because the actual actor is like deathly allergic to dogs. (laughs) And I'm sorry, but I will not stand for that in my relationships. That's one of your standards. That's my standard. And And Robin has her high standards too. That, oh, too real. <laughs> too real. Um, it's true. Yeah. Definitely Robin. Definitely career definitely. person. Yeah. Right. Definitely. We should get into our fuck, or not our fuck. We should get into to our, our fuck. fuck. Our fuck. <laughs> are we doing a fuck, Mary Kill? We did oh, we it. We already did it, yeah. I thought we, we were going to do our, our game, aren't we? Yeah. Or do we have enough time? We do have enough time. We have a half hour. Okay. Did we, did we get through everything we need to say about how I met your mother, though? I think so. We didn't even talk about the Barney baby moment. Oh, I mean the entire character. The entire character of Barney is this bachelor, and then you eventually see what happens to all bachelors. They're hit with the cruel reality of what real life is, and luckily for Barney, he fell in love yeah. with what his life became unexpectedly, which I saw coming. And and it's a great way to write it because yeah. he really isn't a monogamous person. He just it's just not in him. No, it, and like to have it be like that, it's a child. Mm-hmm. And, and like obviously it's like a love child and which a daughter, by the way a daughter too can we talk for five seconds this perfect month is disgusting that's disgusting yeah. don't fuck somebody every day for the a month the perfect week is disgusting i'm yeah. well you know no 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 well it's gross. okay it's gross. sure all of yeah a lot of barney is gross it's disgusting like, for the merit of it but not the biology of it yeah i, I mean, feel like it's actually uncleanly to fuck someone every day that's a different person yeah well, you're playing yeah. the odds dude yeah. Yeah, and also like you really spreading some shit. That's what I basically <laughs> just I said. But yeah. like, it's it's not fair to the other people. The week a perfect <laughs> week disclosing a it. perfect week isn't that scary on that level, but it is just gross. Yeah, yeah, it's disgusting in like a moral sense. But I I think what I really enjoyed and I I did like I said see it coming was that 
I was like, I don't feel like a woman could really encapsulate Barney through all that we've been through through nine seasons unless it was his own child. I just, I, I knew that was where we, we were going probably like season four or five when he fell wow. in love with Robin. I was like, you know what? He's going to want a child. I don't know if it's Robin's baby. And that's what happened when the fake out, when I was like really triggered by the child disappearing. Well, not to mention the fact that his, like his mother's this big, perfect single parent. That's exactly what I was about to say is that his mom is such a staple in his life. And literally, even though she lied to him the whole entire time, you know, they like he had a soft spot for her parenting. They showed us in season two. Oh, really? He was at a wedding and he was like, fixing a baby's tuxedo while Robin and Ted were dancing on the dance floor alone. I don't remember that. Well, that baby is um, his nephew. Yeah, I know, but the, it's a foreshadowing of the future. He's with oh, a baby yeah, and they're together yeah. on the dance floor. Yeah, they're true. foreshadowing what's going to happen. Yeah, that's, that's true. cool. I like that. Another good future moment is when he's telling the story to his kids and like the girl goes, like the, he's talking to a stripper on Thanksgiving and the stripper says, Oh, thanks. Uh, my name's my name's blah, blah, blah. And he goes, my name's Ted. She's like, actually, my name's Tracy. And he's like, still Ted. And then he goes, and that kid's is how I met your mother. And they freak out. Yeah. You know at that moment that their mother's name is, <laughs> is Tracy. Tracy. That was a really good moment. Yeah. And a lot of people and don't connect I nev- that. I didn't connect that. I didn't put it together. I thought, wow, that's so fucking clever. I cannot stand how clever that is. I love that. Uh, so what's the significance with the kids' names? Because I know you were talking to me a little bit, a little bit about it earlier. Lily and Marshall's kids. Okay. So Marshall obviously named after his father who passed away. Yeah. And like Marvin, right? Yeah. yeah. Marvin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like that was emotional in its own sense because the Marvin arc, like his father's arc in the show was Marshall's big loss. It was Marshall's bi- season six is Marshall season. Yeah. That's where he goes through the most change. He's an environmental lawyer they're at this new house with the great dinner scene, by the way. The dinner scene with, like, the three different sections of the home that they shoot mm, and three oh, different... Yeah. Yeah. That's a great episode. What Really well directed. I love with that episode. With the beekeeping suit? Yes. <laughs> that's a great episode. Seriously, an awesome job on that particular episode. I feel like it didn't get any sort of awards recognition, but, like, it kind of deserved it. Really it. Yeah. It was a really interesting way to tell the story. It was art. Yeah, 100%. It felt very, like, art deco in a way. Yeah. Um... But yeah, what was I even saying before? Kids' names. Kids' names. Right. So, like, Marshall's, a lot's going on with Marshall during that period. And they named the son Marvin. And then with Daisy, the reason why that child's named Daisy is because that child's pregnancy was like a secret for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then Lily hid her birth or like her, um, in the, her, uh, Pregnancy, pregnancy test, test in a potted plant, a potted plant with a daisy in house. it. At the captain's house. Yeah. At the captain's house, which is why they named it Daisy. Yeah. It's cute. I, lo- I love like those little details because er- way earlier in the show, Ted mentions your cousin Marvin and your cousin's Marvin and Daisy. So those oh. names are given really early on. So they're within the lore and life bread of the show where people are talking about what future is going to come. And you wonder, well, why are what certain things will be significant? What will cause these people to make these decisions? Where Ted has his own house, where Marvin's kids are named, or where, where uh, Marshall's kids are named Marvin and Daisy, when he's Marshall and Lily, like a mother was Lily with a kid named Daisy. There's so many details that fake you away, and you're like, oh, the only significance to her name being Daisy is that her mom also has a flower name. Yeah, mm-hmm. wrong. That's such a cool way to tell the story. Yeah. Did they like you not, never really see what, what's coming. Do they not do the third kid's name? 
I find it interesting that they said your cousin's Marvin and Daisy, and then they didn't mention the third baby. Oh, yeah. I think they might have. I just don't remember the third okay. baby's name. I, I don't. I, I think know. they said all three kids' names when they said it. I just don't remember the third kid's okay. name. Okay. Okay. Because they didn't make a big deal about it because they were, everybody was basically out of each other's lives when the third kid was on the way. Yeah. yeah. That was around true. when the, the divorce episode happens. Yeah. And interesting. Yeah. Also, did you did you see Barney and Robin getting divorced? Did you think that that was going to happen in the show when you were watching it? Franny did not at all, and she was mm. fucking devastated. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, you're going to be so happy. I like, because I wanted Robin to have a happy ending. Yeah. And it was really sad to me. Like, And all the time she would tell me, like, Robin and Ted should just be together. And yeah. I felt the same way. I was I really like, I know. Robin. What were you saying, friend? Um, I just wanted her to have a happy ending and like mm -hmm. her and Barney made sense in a lot of ways because like they brought out, they brought out the good in each other in a way and like they wanted similar things in life yeah. and like their timing was pretty good, but they just weren't meant to be. Yeah. And I like the way they, I like how amicable it was when they mm -hmm. got divorced. Like when she was like, if there was an exit ramp. Right here at the three-year mark. They basically, their marriage was basically them agreeing, do you guys, do you want to just be a, two bachelors in a relationship forever? Yeah. yeah. It, they were never really like... No, no one was yeah. ever thinking they're going to have kids or like, no. you know, anything like that. Move out of New York or stop having big careers. Yeah. Not at all. They were, they were just like... Not together, at least. They were just like an official, official couple. Like, they're just with each other, but... They're like, it was basically just them admitting they were fully monogamous with each other. Yeah. It, it really didn't feel like a wholesale wedding. I think that's why I think first watch I had a little bit of trouble with it being set at the wedding. Cause I remember thinking, why are we putting so much focus on the Barney Robin wedding when I don't think it's actually going to happen? <laughs> I, I, I was thinking she was just going to leave at the altar. And they weren't going to get married. She almost did. And and she almost did. And he almost did. And he almost did. And so I remember thinking like, well, what was the point of leading all of this just for it to be something that we all know? But then they actually got married and I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, weird. And then they got divorced like immediately after. And I didn't see that coming because I think I was just automatically prepared and it just like threw me off when they actually went through with it. Yeah. Because I was like, these two people, I can tell they love each other, but they're so bad for each other. So why is this a thing? Like yeah. everything that won her over about him was his lying. Yep. And then the moment he had to promise he'd tell the truth, his truth telling was what ended the relationship. Yep. That's deep. Like she always, she liked who he was pretending to be yeah, always, yeah. but that's just not who he always is. And he, he can't just be her yes man forever. He, he like, he wasn't willing to follow her around the world anymore. Yeah. He's like, I want to have a real life. He needs to tell his boner jokes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, that's fair. And see somewhere. his friends and like yeah. a part, like socializing and going out as a part of his thing. He doesn't like being. In a hotel of a country where he doesn't speak the language, you know? Yeah, and alone, because she has to work all the time. Yeah. Like, yep. like, that's not the life he wanted. And she doesn't want somebody, like, constantly tagging around when she could be getting all sorts of strange dick. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with and that. And she deserves it. She worked hard for this career. Yeah. This is the moments where she's supposed to get strange dick. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But not seven in one week. No. no. Seven in one week's disgusting. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> not slut shaming out there guys you do whatever you want do you think the ending like the very last shot of how i met your mother 
was exactly what you wanted or would is there something that you would prefer it to be like the, the him lifting up the horn and her like crying and smiling with heaven playing was that an so, ideal ending for you it was an ideal ending i will say like i i am very happy with the ending we Cause, got because a certain I, a certain section of fans have cut that out and made the ending when they met oh and they they called that their version of how i met your mother and they even included it on a dvd set that's awful oh, as an alternate ending no well, no what i was gonna say is i would have liked one last kiss I think I would have just liked that like cemented because I feel like that's a very iconic moment in the pilot was when they kissed and then he goes, I love you. And I really thought that would have been cool if they had relived yeah. that, but I don't know. Yeah. You but, 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 when moment. You, but then you become, then you make another iconic moment where you're saying he should have kissed her. Yeah. That's also iconic within the show. Like the question, you're but saying he would have itself. kissed her is what I'm saying. But remember later when they were like, you yeah, should have and he, kissed her. And she was like, I would have kissed it's you. It's kind of a meme that you're saying the same thing right now yeah. about the end of the show, too. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? What would you have wanted? Now that you say it. <laughs> we want to see some math. I was, I was perfectly content with the ending well, as is. Well, I was sobbing. I was sobbing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, she was like, he was... She, they finally got together in the end. Yeah. yeah I love that. Like, cause the whole final season where he's like fine doing all this stuff to get her locket back. You're like, why are they not together? Yeah. Or when he's out there in the park with her and, and Barney's and not there. Stuff, yeah. They're digging it up. Like, why aren't they together? Well, yeah, I, I like that. They, I feel like they ended the best with how they ended up because they needed to do what they needed to do in life. He wanted to have kids. He wanted to be a family man. And that wasn't her plan. She needed her career. And she literally couldn't have kids. Yeah. And she literally couldn't have kids about it. And now she gets to have kids in a way. So that's happy for her too, because that was a really sad moment for her in the show when she found that out. And he got to like, she got to have his, her career too. And she doesn't resent him for keeping her from his career, yeah. which would have happened if she would have ended up with so him. What happened with Barney? Exactly. Yep. Like they, they were, they were meant to be each other's end game, and it was perfect. But was, I would, I would like, like to see them back. And, and the via on how, what's the Rose song called? La Vie. La Vie and Rose. La Vie and Rose. That song is playing at the two pivotal moments of love actualization in the show. Yeah. So earlier in one of the early seasons, when the new year's Eve episodes happening, it's playing in on, on a string quartet when Robin and Ted are like about to kiss because her boyfriend didn't show up. And then right then he shows up and the song's all about like timing and the love and the moment of love. Right. Yeah. And then, so it plays then and then that teaches you like the love's there, the moment's not right. Yeah. And then later he's on the balcony and she's playing it and he she's in the room right next to him. And that the next day he meets her and that's literally his wife and the mother of his children. Yeah. That song holds such a specific point in the show where it shows you like love can strike twice and you cannot explain when it happens. And it's the same thing with Klaus's speech. You just know it. And that's why it's so significant when Ted says, when he goes, have you ever had it? And Ted's like, I don't know. I think I have. Yeah. It's like Ted's actually valid in saying that because he did. It just wasn't time yet. Yeah. It's really good. It's a good show, you guys. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah. It gets, it gets me in all the feels. 
And Robin Sparkles. Yeah. Sandcastles in the sand. Iconic. The James slap. Vanderbeek. The slap. Wow. There's Slaps so many, giving. There's so many good running jokes, which we're the actually going to do. Jokes, yeah. We're yeah. actually going to do a bonus episode about one of their Yes, we're going to play drunk or kid as yeah. depicted in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. And it will be up either today or tomorrow as mm-hmm. you're watching. It'll be up very close to this episode. Yeah. Yes. I love um, it. What do you rate the show overall? Wait, one, la- one last question. Oh, okay. Okay. What's your favorite episode? Like you only like you're about to die. You only get to rewatch one episode. Gilmore Girls. I'm no, no, no. <laughs> of this show. The, or this show's about to be deleted from the planet. Yeah. What's the, the last, last episode? episode? I, I'm between the three that we watched today. So how your mother met me. How your mother met me or the the double whammy of the finale. The part one, part two. Yeah. I think part yeah. one, part two should count as one episode. Uh, then I I'm gonna say that. Or honestly, the pilot. Yeah, I know. I keep going back and forth. The pilot. Because I love Robin-centric so episodes. I really like the episode, too, where they're, like, um, she's help. He, like, goes and, like, finds that, like, fucking, what was it that she needed for the wedding? The locket. The locket. Okay, I was about to say locket, but I didn't the want to. The season one finale is the best episode of yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Which what, one's that? When Ted that? makes it rain. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, I forgot. And then Marshall's out there on the steps. It's the most tragically beautiful episode in the whole show where it has the two heights of the emotions you can possibly have. You're devastated because Lily's gone, but you're so happy that Ted finally got Robin. Yeah. Even though inside, you know, it's not going to be her, but he fucking made it rain for her. He did it. It's so cute. He made it rain for her. Mm -hmm. 10 out of 10. It's and garbage. and then the icon of his next love is an umbrella, which is also strange. Yeah. That's a good point. Weird. And they're in the rain together yep. at the train station. I love how rain plays such a signifier in his like romantic relationships. And when the funeral song plays, uh, when they show the mother at the tra- at the train station. Or the morbid. Bus station. <laughs> but also like it's foreshadowing in a way where like nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Like, because the part of the song that's played mentions nothing about a funeral. It's all about, like, glorious heights and love and shit. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wow. But if you knew the whole song, you know that it's about someone who died that you loved. Yeah. It's really, really intense emotions throughout. And just the whole scene where they're, like, talking, like, this is my umbrella. No, this is my umbrella. All the chemistry that you need to believe it is in that one scene. The whole TM those thing. Two, those two have chemistry hardcore. I'd watch a show... Of just their relationship. Mm-hmm. And they have the timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It worked out. Yeah. Okay. So uh, How I Met Your Mother is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah, same. I think it's one of the best. It's probably my favorite sitcom. It's one of the best sitcoms of all time because it's elevated. It adds something so much more. It's got a pedigree of being a story that you can really connect with in like a real human way. Yeah. I agree. It's up there. It's a, yeah, it's it's a ten out of ten. It's one of my top favorite shows. I thought you were gonna hate it, Cody. I'm so glad you like it. I know I couldn't get a read, and I knew you thought I was gonna hate it. That's why I kept it secret for so That's long. Awesome. I liked it. How do you think I watched it in the course of like three or four weeks? <laughs> I watched awesome. it every night. Um, yeah, I, ca- I was like, he's gonna be a Robin Stan. <laughs> oh yeah, Robin Sparkles is my life. Of I course, lo- I love her. Um, where can they find you guys? Oh, uh. You can find me at youtube.com slash Logan Tyler. You can check out my Twitter at last left Logan. Um, we also have a gaming channel, uh, team Hyperfang. What yep. up? That's about it for me, honestly. 
Yeah. Cool. What about you, Cody? Uh, you can you find had something you had plugged. Yeah. Oh yeah, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. yeah. TikTok. I think I'm making content. I don't know. It's kind of garbage. Um, <laughs> Franny has lost it. TikTok at Franny has lost it. I spell Franny wrong. It's F R A N I. I know that's not right, but <laughs> that's how I spell it. Um, and you can find me on YouTube at CL Blue Official. By the way, thank you guys for 200 subscribers on that channel. That's really nice of you. Um, also, I have an album called Scorpio. It's available on all streaming platforms right now. Hell yeah. yeah. We'll see uh, Mother Truckers later. And watch our bonus episode, Drunker Kid. It's going to be legend. Wait for it. 